We are the Wild Stallion Sports Network. Excellent. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Featuring Downtown Jeff. Mmm, beer. The Italian Stallion Toco. Yo, Adrian! I did it! And the host of the show, Wild Man Chris. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! Welcome to Wildstein Sports Network. I'm Wildman Chris. Alongside me, Downtown Jeff. What's going on? And the Italian studying Toko. Um, I want to be addressed as public defender. You know, it's so funny you always talk about that now because <laughs> you got so offended the first time I called you that. You got so butthurt, but now you always want to be because you've been. Well, I mean, it's. When you put it in the terms of my cousin Vinny, who wouldn't want to be Joe Pesci? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It's great. <laughs> you know, he's dating uh, Marissa Tomei. I mean, come on. Doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> All right. So, we've got a fun filled show today. First, we're going to start it off with. Um, some NBA because the season starts on December 22nd. And then we're going to get into our NFL recap, week 15 predictions, and we'll talk about our update on the pick your poison. Also, we're going to cover a little bit more NBA or NFL um, with an early MVP prediction. Since it's such a playoff filled fantasy week we should just cover a lot of nfl this week and at the end you know if we have any final thoughts we'll go on over that stuff so first let's get into nba okay so we're gonna get into more of like a bull predictions for NBA, um, since the season hasn't started yet, we're going to kind of just tell you like our outlandish thoughts and what we think will happen this season. So, Toko, go ahead and start us on off. What's a what's a bold prediction that you have? Um, Like, can this be referring to anything? Like, who do I think is going to win the MVP? Or like, who do I think is going to win the whole... Like, anything. Yep. Hit us. Anything. Okay. Um, man, that's a tough one. You know, I, okay. So I think that the Washington Wizards with the, with the recent trade that they just made, I think they are going to make it to the Eastern conference finals. I am really excited to see what Russ and Bradley Beal are going to do together. Mm -hmm. Um, I think like teams like Boston, who's a title contender, Milwaukee, and then obviously the Heat. Um, I think. I mean, I I think they're gonna put a little bit of a. Uh, they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with in the East, and I could see them making the Eastern Conference Finals with those two guys. Definitely a playoff team for sure, and I think their game both complements each uh, each other very well. So I think that'll be fun to see, and I can see them making a nice little playoff run. Okay. I got a I got a goofy bull prediction. 
I think Brooklyn's overrated. I agree. And I don't think that they're going to I don't think they're going to be one of the higher seeds in the playoffs. Chris, I agree. Um I think Kyrie, he's a head case and he's yeah, personal opinion, he's got an attitude problem. Uh ego problem and Durant, I I mean I don't think he deals too well with the with with players like that as well. So I mean looking mm-hmm. at Draymond Green, they didn't get along towards the end in Golden State. So I agree with you on that. Jeff, you have any bold predictions? I don't think it's bold. I mean, I think that the Lakers are obviously going to be a contender again. I don't know if they're going to win it, but I mean, we'll. I don't. Know. I, I could. I could see them doing it again. Like I said, I don't. I. I don't claim to say that I watch a ton of basketball. I just pop in on the playoffs, which you know seem to be happening every month. As I always say, it's like basketball always seems to be going, which isn't a bad thing. Like, it's just, it's not something that I watch as actively as like football. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys think? You think the Lakers are going to do it again? Do you think they're just going to kick, get kicked out early? I mean, I know that's what everybody's gunning for. And it's not actually a bold prediction by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, I think they're going to win again. Yeah. They actually got better in the offseason, like with depth and stuff like that. Like they actually added some really good. Um, guys for the roster. Um, they had that guy from uh, OKC. I can't remember what his name is. Um, then they also added um, Marcus All, and they also added the other guy that came over from the LA Clippers. Um, so, yeah, I think they're going to repeat. And I think second year with Anthony Davis, and then obviously LeBron. LeBron, <laughs> I think they're going to just run through the uh, clean house. I think so too. Yeah, I, I think so. So. What about you, Chris? Well, um, yeah, I think that they'll they'll do good in the West. I'll, I'll give you another bold prediction, though. I think the 76ers are going to make it to the finals against the Lakers. Wow. You think? I like the 76ers, and I think they got their missing piece, which was the coach, and now they have Doc Rivers, and they're ready. Yeah. Can I – I mean, if you were going to make another – Bold prediction. I kind of got another one. I uh, I don't think the L.A. Clippers are gonna um be what I want. I mean, I, I mean, I think they're gonna make the playoffs, but I bet you they get knocked out in this in the first round. If they don't get knocked out in the first round, definitely the second round. Because supposedly there was some bad blow between Paul George and Doc Rivers, and he kind of called them out a little bit. Yeah, time. I saw the I saw the the tweets back and forth with them. Yeah. Uh, Paul George saying that Doc Rivers was trying to change him as a player. Yep. Um, and he didn't agree with the way that Doc Rivers was using him. And then Doc Rivers came back and said, well, it's it's fine because Tyron Ty Lue, uh, which is the new coach, uh, he was my assistant coach, so he's going to do the same exact things that I was doing. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think that's going to be a problem. And Kawhi Leonard – as well, I I I think he, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Kawhi Leonard's great. I think he's one of the better players mm-hmm. in the NBA. But man, he, he to me, he's not a leader. He's just the best player on the team. And sometimes people get get confused with, okay, well, he's the leader. Well, some, the leader's not always the best player on the team. That's it's not always like that. Um, and I I think he just kind of keeps to himself and does his own thing. And Paul George is, you know, I just, I just don't, I just think I'm trying to like, 
I think their ego is going to get in the way, kind of like how the same thing is with Brooklyn, like you said. And I don't think they're going to win the title this year. I don't think they're going to go far in the playoffs. And I think they're going to clean up house after this. And even though Paul George got that big contract, I don't think Kawhi's going to come back because he, he can opt out that at that point. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. Um, because there's a few teams that I could see on the rise that might be lower seeds in the playoffs. Um, those teams are Phoenix and Sacramento. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, you can even put you can put Portland in there, too, because Portland's probably going to be a lower seed. Because Utah and Denver are usually ahead of Portland, so I'd say Portland's probably going to be in, in the bottom four as well for the playoffs. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it could be interesting where I still think the Clippers are going to be a top four seed, but I do see what you're saying. Let's say that they're a four seed and they lose to a five. Well, that's the thing, man. I, they played Denver last year and they blew that big lead. <clears throat> so they got knocked out in the second round. Granted, mm-hmm. bubble, you know, I think kind of had an effect on everything a little bit. I mean, I don't really want to veer too far from like what I'm get I, my my point that I made. But I think, like, I, I mean, man, if someone right now say, hey, Denver versus the Clippers, I would probably pick Denver. I think they're a better team, and they proved it last mm-hmm. year um, yeah. as well. Jeff, what's uh, one of your favorite teams besides the Lakers? It's really just the Lakers. I, I like the Bulls. I, I think just from, you know, when we were growing up and they had that kind of dynasty. So it's really been yeah. mm-hmm. the Bulls. I've kind of like watched here and there, you know, the in it's in this, the Lakers and then like who's ever in the playoffs. Like I don't have any sort of allegiance to any team really in the NBA. Uh, I wish, you know, I think it would be cool. I know. I think St. Louis had a team like some some years ago, long, long time ago. I would love for us to get a team. I mean, I don't know why we're not a candidate necessarily. I don't know if there was like attendance was low or anything, but I think that'd be you know great, especially with us you know not having football. Bring bring it bring in all the other sports. But you know what? The, funny the Atlanta Hawks are what used to be in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a big basketball town, too. I mean, look at some like the. I mean, people have said this for years and years and years, and they're still not doing anything with it. I think that it could have changed if they would have, and and I don't know if they're doing it or not, but I I thought I saw the architecture layout of that soccer team. Yeah. Um, and that looks like it's going to be a full-on stadium. If they would have made that like a retractable stadium where it have like a roof on it. I could totally see them having the basketball games in there if they had a team. Yeah, I mean, this is a ba- – I mean, I think it's a basketball town, man. I mean, I mean, we got – there is two players in the NBA that come to mind, and they're – I mean, they're top mm-hmm. players in the NBA. That's Tatum and that's Beal. And there's been a lot of yeah. – even – I mean, there's been other guys that have come from St. Louis too that are good. If, David Lee. Yeah, I mean, if top talent like Beal and Tatum keeps coming out of St. Louis – at that point, it's going to be like, okay, like, okay, this is this that this is a basketball town. This is where top. I mean, there's top talent coming out of there. So, I mean, I, I think that would be a huge thing. And like, even the guy that owns the Shafitz down there with Slu, uh, I think it's Robert Shafitz is one of this, the Shafitz Arena. He was saying his dream one day, and he really wants to try to get an NBA team here. And man, I'd be all for it. I I think just saying. I think I think Shafitz Arena is actually a really nice <laughs> arena. So I'd be allowed that too. Yeah, what, it holds about ten 
that 10, 12,000, I think. Yeah. What, what's under- the Staples Center? The Staples Center is probably like, what, 15, 16? Or is it? Yeah. Because I know. Yeah. So probably right around the same as like the, the hockey stadiums that are hockey arenas and that. Which so they could just do, they could do scheduling with the blues and stuff like that. They could still do it down there. It's got right. trade. So. You got the dome though too, man. Like they had, they've had some final fours and they had a lot of March madness there. So it's like, it's not like you can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's oversized. They do have the, the destinations in St. Louis, but yeah, it's always been a rumor, but it never has went to fruition. Um, I don't know. Uh, I was just looking at the different teams that kind of stand out. All right, Toko, you tell me who you think is going to be the worst. Give me your worst team in the East and your worst team in the West. Um. Well, you know what? I probably got to go look at this standings again. Uh, I'll start it off. I'll start it off. Okay. East is definitely the, the bottom of the barrel, which they are every year. It's going to be the Knicks. Oh, yeah, they suck. They're just the laughing stock in the NBA. Next, which would be another bottom of the barrel team Timberwolves. They're always at the bottom. Minnesota? Oh, yeah, yeah. they are. Oh, wow. We're in the, well, that's in the West, right? Is that what you're talking about right now? The West? Yeah, I said give me a bottom team in the West and a bottom team in the in the East. Okay, okay. It's... Nice ad. <laughs> hey, there you go, free. I hear that ad. <laughs> yeah, I. Um, what was that for? It was. Uh, I think that was a cell phone uh, commercial. Yeah, I've 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 se- I've heard the commercial. I've seen the commercial. It's <laughs> funny. Um, that that, that could have really went south on you, Toko. Something else like popped up. That wasn't me. That was Chris. It oh. was me. Actually. Oh, yeah, good. Was, yeah, that could have been worse. Around and uh, I don't know. I think I was on CBS, and CBS just had an ad go off on me. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so I mean, if I'm gonna, I mean, can I can I just let me just give you my prediction, like for me, like one of the the East and then one in the West? Like, is that kind of... Yeah. Me? yeah, throw it at me. So, I think in the East, the bottom of the barrel, as you would say, as you like to say. Yeah. I think it's probably going to be the Knicks because they just suck. Yeah. Um, Cavs could be a close second. Yes, they, they could. Yes, they could. Um, yeah. Obviously, New York's ownership is just piss poor. And they don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, in the East or in the West, I don't think they're going to be there again this year, but dude, it could happen, man. Golden State. I don't know about that this year because Curry's back. Yeah. Okay. Um, I see what you're saying, but yeah, I mean, Clay Thompson's only one man. If they have like a huge injury bug like they did last year. And it's almost the whole entire starting five, like it was last year. Yeah, yeah, complete sense. I would probably maybe say, um, maybe someone, probably like Minnesota, possibly Sacramento. New Orleans is going to be better. They got Zion. Um, I think Sacramento is going to be better than people think this year. Minnesota, you actually think that they could make an eight seed and make it into the playoffs? Yeah, they might. But you got you got Phoenix that just got Chris Paul, and I think 
Mm-hmm. I think Phoenix could also make it into the playoffs. I think oh, those I could be the seven and the eights. I'm excited about that. I think Phoenix. I think that's going to be. That was like one of the teams. Where I was like, man, that'd be kind of. I Chris Paul work like around a bunch of rookies. Like that's just like. I mean, him and Devin Booker. That's going to be really. I think that's going to be cool to see, man. I'm excited. Yeah. A team that could be towards the bottom that has really never ever been towards the bottom. Uh, Oklahoma City. I could see them at the bottom. Oh yeah, because they got rid of Chris Paul. I could definitely see that. They just got rid of pretty much everybody. They only have what Stephen Adams left. Dude, they might have traded him too. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might be right. There's so That'd many a- moves happen in the NBA all the time. It's nuts. That'd be a big fall for them from last year, though, wouldn't it, Oklahoma? Um, yeah, it would, but nobody really ever. So they, they, what they did was they traded Chris Paul for Russ and or, or Russell Russ, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, but nobody really expected OKC to do what they did last year. They were like, "Yeah, that's true." They thought they thought what I'm thinking now. They thought OC uh, OKC was going to tank last year. So Steven Adams did get traded to New Orleans, Chris. So that kind of changed. Ooh, New Orleans can be dangerous then. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. But then New Orleans get they got rid of Holiday, didn't they? Yeah, but I think they got they traded him to who they trade him to. Let me see. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I know you're. I don't. Know. Um, but it's fine because they got they got Lamelo Ball and they got a lot of those younger Laker guys on that team from that trade. Um, for Anthony Davis, they got Ingram, oh, which is good. They traded them to the Bucks. Wow, that's another. Yeah, and then Giannis just signed that big fat contract. He he just signed two hundred twenty eight million dollars for five years, which is awesome because like they were talking about that on the radio today when like on uh, our local sports radio here, and they were mm-hmm. like, you know what? Good for him. He's, he he yeah. go out to the they go on a coast and he stayed in the um in the Midwest. And, um, you know, that's just, that's just awesome. And obviously we appreciate that because we're in a small market and, um, yeah, I knew that, I knew that laugh was coming, but yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's cool, man, that, that he, he stayed there and he, he, any, I mean, he could have went anywhere. He could have went to LA, man, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very true. Okay. Well, I think that's going to go ahead and do it for our NBA talk. You got anything else you want to chat about with NBA, Jeff? I don't. It's just looking at last year. I'm like Atlanta Hawks. God, they suck. Just Atlanta is just a bad city to be a fan in this this, this year. They're going to be the Falcons and the Hawks. Oh man, Jeff, they got high hopes this year, but I they'll pro, if they make the playoffs, they'll probably be like an eight seed and they'll get they'll get swept. But yeah, it's just it's a, it's that's that's being a Hawks fan. That's what happens. <laughs> Yeah, it's just not good for Atlanta this year. Well, nope. I mean, hey, I think the Hawks are going to be good. Hashtag public defender. Hashtag Atlanta. Oh, yeah. He's the, he's the city defender. <laughs> public appointee. I thought I thought Jeff was trying to set me up going like, okay, public defender, come on. This is the city, man. <laughs> All right. I need you to public defend why Freddie Freeman's the MVP. <laughs> Yeah, man, wow. you you you're all about all the Atlanta teams. Do you like the Braves, Toka? No. Oh, the team, well, the team that made playoffs like twenty years in a row and won World World one only one World Series. How pathetic! Them Buffalo Bills would be like best friends. Wow. Okay, he does not love the whole entire city. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he doesn't show up to court anyway, so it's fine. I do what I want. <laughs> okay, so next we're going to go ahead and get on into our NFL recap talk. All right, Jeff, hit us with the hit us with last week's good news, bad news, and worst news. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't too much of good news. We said that there was a lot of tough matchups, and boy, did we pick up wrong. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we uh, I have no idea what happened with this, so I'm 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 curious to hear. Yeah, I was I was going through tracking the games, and I was like, this looks like a sea of red now. We did start out, so Chris actually did edge out on top this week with nine correct, and then Toko and I Ooh. tied at eight. Ooh. So usually yeah, we hit double digits. <laughs> yeah, so we you just barely, barely edged out the uh, over fifty percent right, but uh, you know for the for the year standing that puts you and Toko at forty nine, and I'm trailing behind at one and forty eight. My outlandish picks didn't really work out in my favor, but they saved me once. So. Just going down to run, run down a recap really quick. We started with New England and the Rams. The Rams took that one. Toko was thinking oh. they were going to pull it out. They did not. Uh, they demolished the Chargers la- the week before, and then the Rams were like, we're not having none of that. <laughs> Ooh, the, and Cam, he did make over 100 yards. Uh, I forget the exact stat. It was like 118 yards. So, hooray. Ooh. They might throw a parade in New England for that one. <laughs> It's just, a, I don't know what's going on there. It's like, I know he doesn't have like a ton to throw to, but to be fair, you know, Brady doesn't, uh, or, you know, didn't it for a while, but it's just, it's been bad for the pa- Patriots. They, they, we, every week we're like, I think they're getting their stuff together. They're not getting their stuff together. So it's. Well, that game made me finally feel like, Hey, I know what I'm doing in fantasy football. Cause I had Cam Akers on my team for like, three to four weeks. I just had him sitting on my bench and I'm like, this is your time, buddy. This is your time. (laughs) And he tore it up and got, I think he had 20 rush attempts and 171 yards. It was glorious. (laughs) It's about time. (laughs) I was like, it was just like one of those like investments that you do. And you're just like waiting on it, waiting on it, waiting on it. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm taking the risk. I'm going to buy more stock. Right. They're they're releasing the new iPhone. Buy, buy, buy. $500 headphones. That worked out great. Um, Yeah, go on to the other games, though. So Minnesota, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay took that one. We all picked them. We at least got that one right. Arizona. That one was scary at the beginning. Oh, I know. I'm stressed. Well, I was first seeing somebody that had Dalvin Cook, too, and I was like, Oh my goodness, this is going to be the Dalvin Cook show. I was like, Tampa, you're great against the run every week, but this week you got to suck? Come on, guys. Right. And then all of a sudden, Tampa turned it around. So, it, it, I really I got to do something with my sports package because I've, I've ran it about Hulu before. And this isn't necessarily a rant against Hulu per se. It's just the, the state of NFL on network TV. Like they're only showing three games. They'll show two games on CBS and one, you know, one on CBS, one on Fox at noon, and then they'll show one game at three. Right. And I think it was on CBS was the three o'clock game, and then at four o'clock they had extreme fishing. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> wow. Extreme fishing. 
this this is what you're showing instead of a football game. I'm like, I'm so glad that I've waited like, the entire year to watch football, and instead I get fishing. <laughs> the problem, no man. What you're paying for Hulu is the same cost for YouTube TV. Granted, you got to get Red Zone, and it is a ten dollar add on, but you only technically for you, you only got to do it for one month because yeah, I know it, it's, it's the same cost, man. Yeah, YouTube TV is better for sports, and that's what I was like. I hate yeah. the Hulu commercials with Baker Mayfield. We have sports. It's like no, you have network TV and ESPN. But yeah, thanks well, for there's always a night talk at my house if you ever want to come watch football because I'll probably be laying on my couch watching it too. That's that may be an offer I ha- I can't refuse. <laughs> Jeff with a good time. <laughs> so next game we have Arizona and the. Giants, we got that one wrong. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah, that we're, was really weird one. you know, we're all like, hey, you know, uh, we all jumped on the Giants bandwagon because they yeah, did the Seahawks, and then they like, shit the bed against Arizona. Yeah, so. it was like you know, Murray, it was uh, Murray's the shoulders hurting. We're like, it's not the same. You know, Giants are going to tear tear it up, and uh, nope, that did not happen. It was more of the Giants just being sloppy and them being stupid by playing Daniel Jones because mm-hmm. he's still obviously really hurt. Yeah. So I think it was more just the Giants overall just being dumb because it wasn't – they didn't get destroyed. I mean, if they would have probably ran Colt McCoy the whole game, it would have been a lot more competitive. Right. And they maybe they went in thinking it was going to be easy because Arizona's been kind of on a you know down slump. So mm-hmm. – Maybe they're like, hey, we could take this easy. And you know how that works out a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So this was uh, the next this next one was a very interesting game. KC versus Miami. Now, of course, we all unanimously picked Kansas City. They did come away with a victory. But Miami did have a very good, strong showing. And mm-hmm. they could have won this game. Like they had, they forced, what was it, three interceptions out yeah, of the homes? Yeah, their and, defense was awesome. They had... Uh, three interceptions, and I think two sacks. Mm-hmm. And that was those three interceptions was more than Mahomes threw all year. He's only had two yeah. in a year, so he not only doubled, you know, his interception total. So it was like, I, and I guess they just didn't capitalize enough when they needed to for the win. But it's like they could have, they could have sealed this as an upset. And you know, it really shows like KC's not an easy team to defend against. It's like how strong Miami's defense is. It's like you know they're uh-huh. they're. You know, they could be a serious contender. I don't know if they're necessarily going to be like a Super Bowl team this year, but depending no, on how draft no. pick, you know, p- draft picks kind of pick up and, you know, how when once Tua gets a little bit more comfortable, they could they could be a contender over these yeah. you know next few years. Yeah, they're I feel like, yeah, um, kind of what we were just talking about for Thursday. New England's hand over the crown. They're handing over the crown of the division mm-hmm. to the Bills and to the Dolphins. And now it's like, OK, now it's your guys time to fight for it. And I think both teams are built for years to come to be good. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. And, you know, Belichick, you know, he, he, I think he's, was quoted saying that we, we sold out and bought championships, you know, it was like, you know, they just kind of doubled down year after year and, you know, the, the whole thing just kind of came to an end. So they were going to have to go through some rebuilding periods. Like they were hoping, you know, Cam was just going to be able to step in. He was going to be a system quarterback and Belichick's system works well. And I know I was, you know, singing the praises, you know, the, you know, the year before I was like, you could put anybody in that system. I could throw touchdowns in that system. 
Matt mm-hmm. Castle was throwing, you know, that's always the example that I give, but yeah, Cam, Cam's just not getting it done. And, you know, there's, they're going to need a lot of reworkings to, to get that team where it was. If I will know. not, I will not be shocked if Belichick retires after the season. Wow. That's bold, man. I don't, you sure about that? I, don't, I mean, he might do one more year and then realize that they're really shit. And then just, he's done. They're I never going to fire him in new England. He's always he's always gonna lead himself to retirement. I think it depends. It has to get really bad. I think it's one year. I don't think he's gonna retire. He's gotta he's gotta put a little polish on the legacy, you know, to say he's like, I can do this without Brady, you know, because that's what they're both fighting for. You know, Brady's like, I could do this without you. Belichick's gonna be like, I could do it without you. You know, he's not gonna I don't think he's just gonna take it down line, you know. Look though, man, you know just as well as I do, like you know, sometimes it just takes a a, the Brady and Belichick, like obviously they were together for so long, like they just worked very well together. Not saying that they don't work well with other people, but like them two together, it just worked. It just somehow it worked. So like I hate like when we talk about or it gets talked about, oh well their legacy's tarnished because this guy didn't do as good without him or without him. But it's like they just both worked well together and obviously they're not together and like yeah, obviously it's not going to work out as well because what they did was history, and that goes for any team. Like, look at the Bulls. The Bulls will never be what they ever will be again because all everybody they had together at one time, they all just meshed together very well, and they all worked good together. So, like that, and that's like generational things. So that's my argument mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, I think I think it's a very fair point. I, I just don't think that Belichick's going to go out like with a losing season. I think at least he's not going to repeat what he did. But as long as he wants to have at least a a good solid winning season or a streak of some winning seasons behind his, you know, under his belt before he retires, I don't see him just going. I was like, yeah, six and seven's fine. You know, I'm just going to ride the rest of my career out like Jeff Fisher and then you know, drift off into the sunset. It's not going to be that. I think I'm pretty sure he's the most winningest coach of all time. He wants to add, you know, some of those, he wants to add to the legacy that, you know, I truly, you know, am an awesome coach, which I don't think there's a dispute against that. He just wants to really get that, you know, honed in and just kind of add a little more notches to his belt. So Chris just made a, 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 you know, a bold prediction of like, Hey, I think this could be possibly his last year. Here's how, here's how you're going to, in my personal opinion, here's how you're going to be able to pick up on, okay, he's really coming towards the end, maybe another year. It depends what he does going into this offseason. And also, if they don't do anything with like trying to get more draft picks or trying to move up in the draft, that right there will be the writing on the wall. The guy's yeah. not a young chick, guys. Like, he's not, he's not, <laughs> he's not a young chick. Well, I mean, how he's old is Coughlin? I mean, you got, you got Pete Carroll, and then you have, I'm pretty sure it's, I think it's P. Carroll, and it's either Belichick or Arians, and that's those are the old coaches, and then everybody else is younger. Yeah, yeah. How old was Coughlin when he retired? Huh. Oh, <laughs> Coughlin. A- Coughlin never wanted to retire. It, he kept. He actually, I think he did get fired by the Giants. But yeah, he. What he coached the the rest of his life until he died. Um, but he is in his 80s now, and he's still with the Jags doing like v- VP stuff. Old bag. Yeah, I, I think I think I heard like some interview or whatever is like, yeah, my wife said I gotta step down. Is yeah too much stress on the old ticker, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I they 
the uh, the year that he left the Giants, they might not have fired him. He might have like said he stepped down, but nah, that's what they, was. they were going to fire him. They just pretty much told him like, "Tom, you're a great coach. You got it. Gave us two Super Bowls. Can you just step down, please? You're you're too old for this. Old, <laughs> just too old. That's what happens. They these are too old." Coughlin's like, I have a five-year plan. What is it? Don't, what is it? Don't die. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, right. Are there any other games that stand out? Um, I do. I mean, me and Toko definitely want to talk about the Monday Night Football game. Oh, yeah. We, we definitely have to talk about that. So let me just run through the rest of these really quick. You know, Tennessee and Jacksonville, you know, Tennessee took away that. You know, Dallas and Cincinnati. You know, I took Cincinnati out of spite. Dallas screwed me again. <laughs> just uh houston and chicago like we all went houston somehow oh, chicago man. pulled that out of their ass yeah. uh denver carolina you know that thanks was... a lot carolina like chris so, was like, CMC's I, gonna be back fault. it's gonna be fine it was I, not fine yeah. that was my fault on that one because i sold both of you guys because i listened to last week and i sold both of you guys that mccaffrey was coming back he's gonna crush the broncos and yeah, he didn't come back, and no, they didn't cross the Broncos. Drew Locke passed for almost 400 yards. Well, I I trusted Denver and bought as much of that game as Lamar Jackson was trusting a fart this week. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, keep going. So uh, we have the Jets and the Seahawks. Seahawks took that one down. That was right across the board. Uh, Indy and Vegas. We took Indy. They were right across the board. Washington and the Niners. I took the Niners. I was wrong. So Washington took that one down. Uh, (laughs) Holy crap. The Saints and the Eagles. We all (laughs) what happened there. Somehow the Eagles figured out how to win. So the Saints do this every year. They always like dominate and or towards the top in the uh, NFC South. But they always have this like one loss. That's like, what the hell? Like, why mm-hmm. did you guys lose that game? They do that every year. They're like the they're like the kid is like, hey, copy my homework, but you know, get, change a couple answers. So it's like, yeah, it's like I got a uh, I got ten right out of fifteen, and I got eight right. You know, it's like, ah, oh, you know, I got to change a couple. You know, you know, yeah. Then, uh, yeah, God, Philly is just a mess. But hey, no. you know, they won. What do you guys think about Jalen Hurts? What do you think about that? Uh, I mean, I picked him up off waivers for my fantasy team. I did it for a reason. Um, I actually don't mind Jalen Hurts because he did rush for 100 yards in that game too. Uh, and Saints defense on on a run is really good. And he passed, he passed decently. The reason I picked him up is because I got Mahomes. And Casey's already clinched. And so they could just eventually just be like, you know what? Let's rest Mahomes for the playoffs in week 16, week 17. And then that means a championship week. I don't have a quarterback. So I'm going to two-man roll. army is in peril. Yeah. So I, I am going to – I did pick up Jalen Hurts um, because I don't know who they play this week. I don't give a damn because I'm playing Mahomes. But next week he plays Dallas. So I'm oh. like, okay, that's a yeah. good one for him. Yeah. <laughs> Then, uh, well, the next game we have is Atlanta and the Chargers. I actually got this one right with the Chargers pulling it out for me. Finally, uh, you know, this is the one time that Toko actually defends Atlanta, and they just and he lost his case. Yeah, Dude. he he was like the lawyer where it's like, 
<laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, we got everything good. And he's like, yeah, by the way, I shot that guy. He's like, dude, you have to tell me that. You can't say that on the stand. <laughs> like, you have to tell me all the evidence and the facts before we go into the case. I was not prepared for this. I They lost that game, and I'm like, how does that – like, this is just – okay, yeah, a public defender mode. Once again, they lost <laughs> the game that they should have won, okay? It's like the time this year, okay? And you know they should have won that, 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 that game. They sh- well, the Chargers should have won a lot of games this year, too. And they oh, I agree. I agree. And I was happy that they finally – oh, God, this is so bad. I'm going and talking bad now about my client. Um, <laughs> and what I'm, I'm glad he kept- my client lost. You double agent? Yeah, shit. I thought about that as I said it. So, I mean – It's like a time to kill. Yes, they deserve to die, and they hope they burn in hell. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I mean, like, honestly, though – it was about time San Diego, like San Diego, can't even call them Los Angeles Chargers. Oh wow, guy is out of control tonight. So <laughs> you know, we, no, they See, we all get confused with San Diego teams. No one knows where they are. <laughs> oh my god, Chris, you already know what we got our name of this week now for a podcast. Togo, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, Los Angeles as a city does not recognize that the Chargers exist. Because it's the Chargers. Yeah. Well, like you go there, it's like the Rams. I'm like, I thought the Chargers like moved here. Like I thought they play here too. They're like, yeah, we guess. I don't know. But yeah, I mean they were finally on, you know, when it came to luck, they were finally on like, you know, you know, our fate. They were finally on the good side of it. They because they, you know, finally be able to squeak one on out. Uh, that's wow, great. that was exhausting, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I know, gosh. San Diego, San Diego. Well, what was it? Chris and the San Diego or not Chris, Jeff and the San Diego Padre, uh, Pirates. Yeah, because I, I, no, I, I heard Padres. Padres. Yeah, yeah, but I thought he said Padres, yeah. San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> so, real quick, next game, Green Bay and Detroit. Green Bay took that one down. Uh, these next two games are obviously interesting. Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. You know, Pittsburgh's like mm. guess imploding or whatever. I don't know what's going on here. You lose one, you lose them all or something. But Buffalo's got a good team, you know, and yeah. you know, there's been some criticism about Pittsburgh not actually playing a lot of good teams, and that's how they get the record they did. I know that's what they always like to say when they keep the, keep the good teams down, but, you know, Pittsburgh's uh, not looking so hot these, you know, next couple of games, so, or these last two games, so. They could actually lose the division if yeah Cleveland wins out and they like you know yeah wouldn't that be something? No, because it's Cleveland. Yeah, they and go into the last game. This was an awesome game. Like I hope you well, know. I actually did not even watch this game. I didn't watch a lick of it. That that's a shame. It was actually a really really good game. I mean, just both sides of the ball, you know, go you know going back and forth, and you know it 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 came all the way down to the the end of the game. There, you know, of course there was, you know, Jackson had to step out. You know, he said he had cramps. You know, there's some speculation that what those you know cramps were caused by. He had them Dookie shoes, Jeff. <laughs> the what? He had them Dookie shoes. He was hanging out those Dookie shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Dookie shoes, man, trying to get some smoke. <laughs> oh, but yeah, he, he denied it. He's like, no, um, 
no, I, 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 I didn't have, I didn't have to go. It's like, you know, I just, you know, yeah. felt a little cramp and had to get some, you know, get some fluids in me and I was okay. Look, man, like, that dude was running. Like if I don't get here, I'm going impl- to like, explode on my pants. <laughs> it's going to be. Yeah. Cool. And th- did you see in the post game interview? He's like, no, I, I, I didn't pull no Paul Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. No, they also, there was a report uh, when I was looking at the uh, upcoming games this week, and they said it may have been COVID-related as cramps. Well, I mean, and that makes sense because there were, like... He did come off COVID. Right, he did have it. There was, you know, abdominal stuff that, you know, was going around for a little bit at COVID. You know, with COVID, it's, you know, every symptom possible is COVID. It's like, but, you know, that's... End up being like, yeah, it could have been a result of that. Like... uh, I, I don't know. Like it's to me, it's kind of like when I know like people like a personal lives, like catch COVID, like, you know, they're like tired and stuff like that. Like and these football players are coming back like two weeks, like running around and stuff like that. It's like, that, that's incredible. You know? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's pretty much, you know, I mean, for the most part, everybody's young, man. I mean, stuff like yeah. that. So, I mean, that has a lot and of- they're tip top shape. You know, you would hope that, you know, they yeah. could bounce back what, easier. What that game reminded me of, by the way, was, <laughs> Chris, I'm thinking of a game, a certain football game, and Jeff, you were there too. A Monday night game, and it was a pretty high scoring game. And Chris, you were wearing your Kareem Hunt jersey. Oh, yeah. Chiefs at the time. Whose house? Rams, Oh, got it. Dude, get out of my face. Like, God, it's going to sound so bad, but the guy had one arm, and I think I was like, dude, your other arm is going to look like that one if you don't get out of here. I was, I was riled. There was to give a backstory of the story. So we were watching a game at B Dubs, you know, normal game. It was the Chiefs versus the Rams, right? That was the game. Yep. And yeah. there was one God. fan that was a really big Rams fan, and our table was a was a table divided. I had my Rams beanie on, and Chris was wearing his Chiefs jersey. And this guy was just running around like like it was every play was the most miraculous play on the planet. Like if he ended up getting like a first down, like he's just yelling. He's like, it's our house. It's our house. Who's Rams house running around the whole place doing laps. Obviously, I think this guy was drinking water all night. I don't really know what got into him, but he's very, very excited about that game and very excited about the Rams winning and getting first downs and getting penalties called, you know, for the chiefs. So just everything was the best thing that could have happened ever in that game. I think the Rams, did they lose that game? They won. They won. I was like, I was like, yeah, I was yeah. I, I like, I was like, take it off my beanie. I'm like, Oh God, I'm going to switch teams. Like right now. Like, uh, this is, this is the fan base that I'm with. I'm out. Like, yeah. And then he goes and, they win, and he gets up in Chris's face as we're sitting at the table. He goes, "That's right, whose house? Our house!" And just blurts in your face. Now, this is gonna sound bad, but the guy had a nub and like an arm, and you couldn't really tell, or for a hand, you couldn't really tell where he was sitting at. And he goes, "That's right," and Chris is like, "All right, buddy, just calm down." And I think I made the comment. I'm like, "Dude, you're." Other hand is going to look like that one if you don't walk away. And Chris is like, Jesus, Tucko, please, man. Like, let's just get out of here. Right. Guy was a hot, dude. 
That guy was like somebody fall off a bar stool that night. I I remember like somebody just like fell. It was was a hot mess. Like we're just trying to enjoy our wings or wraps or whatever. People are falling off the bar and people are running around doing laps. And God, Chris is like, dude, you need to just calm down. He told him, he goes, all right, buddy, calm down. Like, like, Oh my God, that guy was a hot mess, dude. Everything like you said, everything was the excitement. It's like commercial break. Yeah, man. It's like, okay, calm down, dude. Yeah, that was a weird night. Yeah, and yeah, uh, somebody did fall off at the beginning at the bar. Yeah, I couldn't stop laughing. You're like, dude, stop laughing. Yeah, he just like it, it was just some guy that just came. It looked like he got just got off work from like GM, and he was there drunk already, and he fell out of the bar stool. <laughs> I was dying laughing. And yeah, the bartender said, "Oh yeah, that happens often." I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus! It's a family yeah. establishment. People are just falling over. The family oh, like, oh, you wanted you want a beer? That'd be fifteen bucks. It's like what? I just okay, all right, thanks. Yeah, and okay. I this so this game did end in a safety too. The Baltimore versus Cleveland, you know, back to present times. So apparently, this caused a lot of people money on the betting lines because they were doing laterals and just kept throwing it backwards, 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 and they ended up in the wrong end zone. And they ended up getting a safety, and that blew out the point spread for a lot of people. So, yeah, because it was like a three point spread or something like that. And then that pushed it to five. And everybody's Mm. like, thanks a lot, Browns. Well, that's when people start pulling the like, it's rigged controversy stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, with sports betting. Well, and I remember, like, was it. Didn't they lose a Super Bowl or like they won a Super Bowl? Uh, maybe the last time they won, there was something to do with the, I think one of the last times the Ravens were in the Super Bowl, they, it, something happened. Like it was the last play of the game. Like there was a safety. Mm. No, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember like we had like our, like a, like betting that we do every year when we, when we watch the Super Bowl and my, my sister's husband, my brother-in-law won the pool or my, or my brother, he won it, but like prior to that, my brother had won it. He's like, I got it. It's in the bank. He goes up, you know, he goes to the bathroom. He comes back. We're like, yo, you just lost. He's like, huh? I was like, yeah, they just got a safety. He's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> All right. So let's get into this week's um, predictions. It's kind of back to the normal um, football. We got Thursday night back. We got the four and nine. Uh, San Diego, no, Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego, Chris? <laughs> Against the Oakland, no, no, Las Vegas Raiders, seven and six. Who you guys got? If they they've been cursed since they lost, right? The Raider, well, they did beat the Jets, but they almost lost. Yeah. Oh, I'm go with. yeah. That that is the curse that we were talking about. Yes. Go Chargers! Really? Okay. I think so. What do you got, Jeff? I'm going the uh, I'm going the Padres. Not baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I fantasy wise, I'm going to be cheering on the Chargers. But like I said last week, and even though they won last week, they're dead to me. Wow. <laughs> going Raiders. Yeah. Next game, uh, it's a Saturday afternoon game. Oh, it is the ten and three Buffalo Bills against the five and eight Denver Broncos. 
Buffalo. Yeah, yeah Buffalo. I, I feel like it's cross the board. It's going to be Buffalo. Um, I don't think it's going to be much of a matchup. Yes, no. lately Broncos have been competitive, but I don't think this is going to be much of a matchup still. They're, they're not pulling this one out. Next game, we have the uh, – it's another Saturday night game. Um, we have the Panthers 4-9 against the Packers 10-3. and I mean, Green Bay? Yeah, Green Bay. Pack mm-hmm. attack all the way. Why are they doing so many Saturday games? They always do that towards the end. They do this. They always do this like right before the playoffs. For some reason, they do Saturday games. Um, yeah, CMC's out again this week. So yes, huh? Is he really out again? Yeah. Yeah. With this guy. I, well, he so that that quad he tweaked that quad and they they said that yeah he's gonna be out at least one to two weeks. It's like. Honestly, why are you guys still even like bringing hope, bringing hope to everybody that has him on fantasy? Like, just say he's done for the year. Yeah, because they're not a playoff contender. There's no reason yeah. to play him. Why bring him back prematurely and get hurt? Mm-hmm. You know that that was like they did that a few years ago. Not the the Panthers, but Des Bryant, or you know he. Yeah. You know, of course, I drafted him, and you know, then he got hurt, <laughs> blew his foot out, or whatever. That year, he's like, "I'm going to come back." I'm like, "Please don't! You're going to hurt yourself again." And I got all excited. I'm like, "Oh, he's back! He got me three points, and he's hurt again for the rest of the season." I saw this coming, and I still played him. Yeah, they're saying uh, the the head coach said he is determined to play McCaffrey this year, so they're predicting he's coming back week 16, but. Who knows why? Maybe the head coach has him on his fantasy. Probably. That is championship week. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Christian, listen, get in and play. I got Bro. you on my team. We're going to the championships. Like, yeah, we have a losing record. No, no, no. My team. <laughs> Trust me. I will be giddy next week if he is for sure healthy. Um, Especially if I'm in championship week next week. So that would be awesome. Uh, next game is uh, we're on Sundays now. Uh, okay. It is the 49ers five and eight against the Cowboys four and nine. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take San Francisco. Same. Screw you this year, Dallas. Sure, sure. I'll take San Francisco. <laughs> I mean, they both like suck, and San Francisco's starting to get injured again. Yeah, like, Devo's out again. Back, they're all getting hurt again. <laughs> yeah, Devo. Yep, that's one of them. Yeah, he's. They said he's done for the year. He's been a hot mess this year. Yep, uh, Mostert's been a hot mess this year. They're saying he might be done for the year. Uh, I don't know. They San Francisco. They. I feel bad for him. They've had a lot of injuries. Yeah, they've they've had a rough run. Next game is the Seahawks nine and four against the Washington football team six and seven. I think it's going to be a good game, um, but I'm going to take Seattle. I'm going Seattle too, but I, I I'm with you, Togo. I think this is going to be a closer you know closer game. Like, but it does depend if Alex Smith is playing. So remember that I, as well. Exactly what I was just about to say, Toko. Why would they not play him? Because he's hurt. Well, he got hurt last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. So he's questionable this week. If Alex Smith plays, man, I would love to go to the Washington football team. 
But if Dwayne Haskins is playing, uh, I, I, no, I can't. I can't trust that team, even though their defense has been awesome. Haskins is trash. He's awful. Trash. He he came in last week and they almost lost because of him. Yeah, uh, they were ahead a decent amount on whoever they were playing, and Haskins couldn't do anything. So the defense was starting to get tired, and they were start. Oh, it was against San Francisco, and San Francisco was slowly starting to come back. Thank God that the, the, the game timer run out, or they would have lost that game. Um, with that long spiel, I guess I'm going Seahawks because I don't know if Alex Smith's playing. Next game, it's the battle of the six and sevens. We got Dub Bears. Dub Bears, Dub Bears. Against the Vikings. It's like a depressing matchup. What? It's like a depressing matchup. Like, that's like a game Like if I saw it on, I would just turn it off. Dude, the Bears are hard to predict because they went on that huge skid, but since Trubisky's been back, they haven't looked bad on offense. I'm going to take Minnesota. Um, I think Dalvin Cook, I mean, obviously we know what he can put up. So, Minnesota. I'm going Minnesota too. And, I, and like you said, like this is a game that you would just turn off. I swear this would be a game that they would play. I, it's like, I know it's like, oh, you know, the same, St. Louis market. Yeah, this is in your market, Jeff. This is played on Fox. But it's like, God, I don't want to see this crappy game. It's like, I understand, like, Chicago's, like, you know, a closer city to St. Louis. Like, would you, like, give me a good game? Like, I don't give a crap no. about the Bears. They suck. Give me this a good is, This is totally your 12, your 12 noon game. No, give me, give me the, give me the Pats in Miami. I want to see that game. I don't give a crap about the Bears game. Like, give me the best game that's on, not the closest game. I want the best game. <laughs> I don't have All a football right, team. Like, give me the best game. With that being said, give you fishing. <laughs> man, I've yeah. been against Minnesota all year. But if Minnesota wins, they could still be in the running for the playoffs. Playoffs? I don't I don't say it the other way around because nobody wants to see the Bears in the playoffs. I don't want to see the Bears on my TV ever. So, yeah, let's go Minnesota because that's that's a better playoff scenario. I'll go Minnesota. Uh, next game, we got the Patriots six and seven against the Dolphins eight and five. Take the Dolphins. Take oh, really? I'll take Marino and the Dolphins <laughs> and Ray Finkel. Is Ray Finkel kicking? Well, you mean Lois Einhorn? <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Dolphins too. I am going Dolphins as well. I am. I picked up their their defense on my fantasy team, so hopefully they, hopefully they crush Cam. It's, it's scam, by the way. Come on, guys, scam Newton, not Cam Newton. Scam Newton. Do you think he's right. in danger of getting benched? No. So we have some hard games to predict. This is a this is an easy one. Uh, we have the one and twelve Jaguars against the eight and five Ravens. Oh, and I think Gardner Minshew is going to play this week, but that's not going to make a oh, damn difference. The stash. Yep. 
watch like Baltimore like screw this game up. You know what I mean? Like they just beat like the Browns and like and they're like all of a sudden they'll just lose against like the Jags. Like I'm still going Baltimore to be clear, but that's the NFL man. They throw us all all time. We we thought that Bears game last week. We thought it was a shoe in win because they've been on a six game skid (laughs) that they win. I mean, Jackson's going to be eating his Wheaties, taking those power dumps at halftime now. He's going to, like Chris says, always says, hopefully he don't poop his big boy pants. <laughs> oh, I was going to make a comment about that with Lamar Jackson. I was like, well, at least he didn't poop his big boy pants. Poop his we're, big going, boy. we're going color rush. We're bringing him back. We need dark pants. Oh, yeah. Uh, next game. Now, this is the game Jeff probably would want to see on his Fox, but he's not going to. And it's yeah. going to be the Bucks against the Falcons. Bucks are eight and five. Falcons are four and nine. Yeah, I'd much rather see this game. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, public I, defender. Public defender. Not going to take his Falcons because they suck. So I'm <laughs> saying my client's a piece of shit. Um, so this guy's definitely guilty. Yeah, yeah. I shot. I, I shot those two people in the face. Lie. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what is it? I'm going to take uh, Tampa, but I hope Julio plays, but it's not looking too good right now because he's on my fantasy team. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Bucks, but I will not be shocked if Atlanta surprises. The NFC South loves to do this. They love to beat each other up. So Public defender. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Tampa because, come on, you can't lose this game, Brady. Next game, we have the Lions five and eight, which I hear that Stafford's not going to play against the nine and four Titans. I'm going to take Tennessee, but I got a funny thing to say about about Detroit this sec. But I'm going to take Tennessee. I'm going. Yeah, I'm tightening it up. Is why is that? Why is Stafford not playing? I think he messed his thumb up. Oh, okay. He got hurt. He got hurt in the game like Alex Smith did last week, and Chase Daniel had to take over. So, okay, I heard this today, and it is true. The Detroit Lions center – gosh, why am I laughing at an injury right now? It's so bad. I just have never heard of this he injury. Has a fractured throat. Fractured throat. What the hell is a fractured throat? <laughs> oh, no. you thinking dirty, Toko. No! <laughs> but I'm just like – Fractured throat. Tryouts and a couch was involved. How did that happen? I've never heard of that injury before. Well, sometimes there's a casting couch, as Chris said. <laughs> no, that's not what I was thinking. Like, well, <laughs> probably what happened is if he's a center, he went up to get a block. The the other, you know, the defensive guys, like his his arms are going up, his hands yeah. slid up, got got a Good thumb point. in the throat or a finger in the throat. You know? I I've just never heard that of that injury before. Before, but I mean, you've heard of a throat punch before. Like he could have pissed his wife off really bad. And she throat punched him in the Adam's apple. Well, he might like that. Um, so oh, nobody likes to swallow their Adam's apple. <laughs> nobody likes to get throat punched. I don't know what kind of <laughs> weird stuff's in your search engine. <laughs> yeah. So what was? Uh, yeah, you're the sick one here, not me. Um, so, uh, I clear my cookies. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. Um, gosh, man, so much stuff's coming to mind right now. Um, so, 
<laughs> You're like a little girl right now. I can't help myself. <laughs> so he, uh, I w- they were talking about it today, but supposedly like the doctors told him like, "Hey man, like just don't talk for like two weeks." It's like that would be awful. Like I'd be like, "Yeah, nobody be around me," because like I would just want to talk to somebody or like talk, but like you can't talk. Like that would be that would be awful. Like that would be miserable, and the fact that you play for Detroit and your team sucks as well. Can't have shit in Detroit. That's right. <laughs> Are you gonna play Swifty this week, Jeff? Uh he burned you last week. He played and he did good. Yeah, yeah. No, I played him, <laughs> or maybe he had him on my bench. I don't know. No, he maybe. was on your bench. Yeah, you had him on your on your on your bench last week. Well, yeah. I had a. Oh yeah, it wouldn't have mattered my sixty-point loss or whatever it was. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the next game. Uh, we have the Texans four and nine against the nine and four Colts. Take Indianapolis. Indy here. Gonna stay on that JTT bandwagon, Indianapolis. Here we go. Just saying, man, right on the front of week 15 on Stardom Sidems on NFL's website right now, it's got Cam Akers and Jonathan Taylor as starts. Oh, and Carson's considered a sit. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's I'm playing uh, Jeff uh, for that one against Nick Chubb, right? Uh, No. Or is it Swift? Yeah, pick your poison. That's a uh, Swifty, I think. Yeah, it's Swifty. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, t- we'll touch on that right after our picks. We're a little yeah. little update on that. We're almost we're almost done. We got five more games. Uh, we got Eagles four eight and one against the Cardinals seven and six. I'm just gonna say it out the gate. I'm going Eagles. Yeah, me too, man. Jalen Hurts show. Yep. Ah. Uh. I don't trust the I, even though the Cardinals won last week. Like I was saying earlier with the Giants, like the Giants beat themselves. I don't trust the Cardinals still. I don't either. It just pains me to say Philadelphia out loud. But what's <laughs> Mister Trash is it playing? So I'm gonna go Philadelphia. And it's gonna be hilarious because Philadelphia is somehow gonna come back into this division and sneak into the playoffs. They do every damn year. Yeah, they're 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 sneaky. They're sneaky. Yeah. Super spies. Next game, an easy predictor. Oh and thirteen Jets. God damn Jets. <laughs> God damn Jets. <laughs> Chris, you need to get a sound bite for that of the kid man saying that. Yeah. And against the nine and four Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams. No game makers. No wonder you're a start of the week. <laughs> right. Hey, whose house is it? Cam Akers' house. Our house. We're going Rams <laughs> across the board. Right. Yep. Ooh, now this is a good one. 12-1 and one Kansas City Chiefs against the New Orleans Saints 10-3. and three. Dude, if the, if the Saints play like they did last week, I'm going Kansas City, but 
I, I, if Drew Brees, I mean, no, I think Kansas City. Drew Brees is coming back this week. He is he is getting taken off of IR. Did they announce that for sure though? Because he on my it team says it right in front of me. Saints designate Drew Brees to return from IR. Yeah, but I don't think I don't. I mean, I think it's going to take him a couple of games to get back to where he was. Man. No, if they take you off IR, that means you should play. No, but what I'm saying is, even if he ha- plays, I think it's going to take him a couple like a week. Uh, I mean, think about it, man. He's going against. I mean, it's better, it's still better than Taysom Hill. What's the what was he what was he injured for? Uh, ribs. Um, he had broken ribs and he oh. had um, collapsed lung. <laughs> God, that's I just can't imagine. Like I've never had a broken rib, but they say like they can't do anything about it. You just like sit in misery. I can't yeah. imagine playing football with a broken rib. Like I got to hand it to those guys. Like yeah. Like, and I then, like, like, yeah, like a, if if it's like involving your lung, you're having breathing problems. So it's like you you just all of a sudden got asthma, right? Yeah, I know and, that. Like uh, Cam Newton had it for a while. Like he was just like wince every time he would come up to the huddle. I'm like, oh, that looks yeah, painful. Yeah. The nice thing <laughs> is at least CBS will play this game for me, not because <laughs> it's the best game, but just because we're close to Kansas City. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and being somebody that has asthma, uh, yeah, it's not fun. Especially in the winter time, that is the worst time to be wheezing. Oh, you just you can't catch your breath. That is like of all things to be bad at breathing. <laughs> like that sucks, man. Like Dude, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not fun. I'm making fun of an asthmatic guy over here. What's your problem, pal? Toko's just on a terror. He's like, Oh, you can't breathe. There's a guy with a you know, a missing hand, there's a guy with a throat Dude, fracture. Think about Nobody's it. safe. Of all things to be like bad at, like okay, hey, maybe I'm not good at like sports or I'm not good at this or the game of operation, apparently. Yeah, but of all things to just <laughs> breathing. <laughs> I know. I just feel like you're playing the game of operation. You're breaking this guy's arm. Oh, you're yeah. taking the guy's lungs out, and it's just vibrating every time. This guy's just like, ah, <laughs> no, there's butterflies in his stomach. What do we do with this? Yeah, they're calling you Wheezy Chris. Whoa, okay. That's right. It's like Lil Wayne, Wheezy F, baby. Wow. Okay, next game is... Well, what, oh, what are the picks? Do we, we decide oh, yeah, on sorry, picks? Sorry, I'm going Chiefs. I'm yeah. going Chiefs. Chiefs. All right, Chiefs across the board. Next game is Browns 9-4 and four against the Giants 5-8, and eight, and this is the Sunday Night Football game. I think, uh, I think the Browns are going to win that game. Agreed. I picked up Baker, and then I realized that Ben Ben Big Ben was on the market. So, yeah, I'm probably gonna drop Baker because Ben Roethlisberger. But I don't know, man. Baker Mayfield Big has game Big Ben has not been that great lately, and he doesn't have great matchups coming up. You're not wrong. Big Ben's been or uh, I, I, it's yeah. I mean, he's been pretty damn good lately. Uh, That's a uh, that um. John dropped what the fantasy footballers call a landmine. Yeah, I knew Sony was going to do something. It, it looks like it looks like it's too good to be true, and it is too good to be true. He's going to blow up in your face. Well, I didn't make the claim yet. I just thought about it. But he, I, I mean, it's not a bad idea if you want to play him this week, though, because he is in our next matchup. Cincinnati. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Browns cross the board. Browns cross the board. All right, so the last game is Steelers 11-2 and two against the Bengals 
two, ten, and one. Pittsburgh Monday across the board. Football. And I think it's going to be the third string quarterback now for the Bengals because uh, Burrow's out and the Brandon Allen guy's out now. So, so yeah, Pittsburgh across the board? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, our picks this week are They're very similar. They're all the same except for the Vegas-San Diego game. <laughs> wow. That's the only the only difference. So, Chris, if that works out in your favor, you, you got the week. Oh, that's true. I'm the only one that went Raiders. Go Raiders! Wow. Tell my, <laughs> what is it? The Jewish mother? Berman. Tell my, Berman. The Jewish mother. <laughs> oh, or that. That's what you call it, man. Remember? When you yeah. that voice. So, let's get into yeah. Pick Your Poison. See how this yeah. is going for us. So, so the first challenge or bet with Chris V. Toko with pie in the face. Uh, not looking good for Chris at all. Uh, so it's yeah, CMC it versus like Metcalf. <laughs> yeah, so Chris, you, you just might as well just start shopping for the flavor of pie you want today. Yeah. Uh, CMC threw up the big old goose egg with him not playing. He's not going to play this week, so... <laughs> Metcalf, I mean, it, he could just get one point, you know, and that's it's still more. So he he took the lead, and just everybody knows we are going off the scoring of our individual fantasy league. So you know, scores may differ by league. You know, we have half point PPR, we have bonuses once you hit forty yards reception, forty yard touchdowns. I think they're two points or three points for either one of those. In addition to the, I think it's a two point for a forty yard reception and a three point for a forty yard touchdown reception so we do have those little bonuses in there so metcalf ended up getting 15.10 points compared to cmc's zero so whatever he has even if if metcalf has an off week you know cmc's still not playing so this one is not looking good for chris at all but but i i do want to defend it for a second if this coach seriously has CMC on his fantasy football team and he plays him on championship week. We know CMC is going to light it up and we know what CMC can do. Yeah, yeah. And it would be hilarious if he only played one week out of these three weeks and beat Metcalf in one week. If, yeah. If Metcalf has a good week, let's say he throws up another 15 and then week 16 is a locket week, as I like to call. <laughs> and he throws up 33. Like that would be very, very interesting to see. But oh, right now, oh, not looking good. Not looking no. good for Chris. No. So this one's a little bit closer. Our second one is Toko v. Jeff. And that's the one chip challenge slash hot wings, depending on the availability of the chip. If we can find it, I haven't seen it out be close to yet. Nope. But this is Chris Carson versus Swifty. So Carson ended up pulling 17.3 points and Swifty pulled 13. So pretty close right now. We'll kind of see how this goes as, you know, if the, the, I, both of these players have been kind of injury riddled this, these, you know, this year. So if it ends up being like one of them gets hurt, that could be the deciding factor, or, you know, how things kind of go. You know, I'm hoping that, you know, with Swifty, you know, if he's playing and Stafford's out, they might lean on him a little bit more heavily and I need to make up the ground that I lost. Otherwise, I'm going to have a burning mouth. <laughs> 
The last challenge we have is Chris V. Jeff, which is the Wheel of Water with Thielen versus Allen. So uh, this also not looking uh, so hot for old uh, downtown Jeff. So Allen pumped in 15.70 points and Thielen clocked in at a full 5.4 points. Thank you, Kirk Cousins. I hate you every week more and more. <laughs> but either one of these guys could blow up. That's why we kind of made, you know, the bets on these players, you know, Thielen could have a monster week. You know, there's, there's some weeks he has down weeks, but overall it's just, Allen's been, you know, rocks out, you know, recently. So what did, uh, uh, what's his famous thing? Um, Kirk cousins. You liked it? No, I don't like it. I don't like anything he does. I, I didn't like it when he, I'm, He's 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 been on my bad side for life. I do want to say maybe if I at least I can do like the uh, bundle package with these two. If I get the chip challenge or the hot wings and the wheel of water, maybe I could just eat something spicy. If somebody just throws water in my face and cool me down. I mean, that's got to be fair, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and then we can also throw an ice bucket on you too. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. Because our <laughs> league, as we've I've expressed over and over. My team has not have been on the better side of luck for any games at all. The we said the so the top guy in our league and he's just been on a, a absolute tear of points. And I am fourth in points four, only separated by five points or so. So six six or more points, I would be second in points four. I'm well, well, well in first point, you know, place against points against. Uh, I think the closest person to me is like 215 points behind me or something along that. So didn't get the best matchup. Uh, I did get the league record for hardest schedule this year. So at least I got that. And I am in the running for the getting ice bucketed, which is our punishment for losing the league. So you've been in the running for 12th place right now. He, so he has been open for the viewer, for the listeners. Jeff's team is really not that bad. It's just when he plays somebody, they just happen to have a historic week and put up like 150, 160 points. And Jeff- or 200 points. I play everyone on their best week. That's That was the problem. Like there's like times like, oh, I put up 150 points and still lost. <laughs> yeah. It's not, I'm not, I don't want to sound like the victim or woe is me or whatever, but it's like, it, it, it would almost became like a running joke of like, it, it was like my team really honestly isn't that bad. It's not. But it just ended up being like whoever I played just went ham. And I'm like, like, yeah, you could have a chance this week. I'm like, yeah, maybe we'll see what happens. And we're just watching the scores light up. We're like, seriously, is this happening? You like it's been a lot of the week. Every week was against me. It's like, what did I do? Hey, Jeff, you've been open up like your two things. You've been open up like a bag of potato chips for one. Oh yeah. I've been passed around like a bag of potato chips in prison. Yeah. Also you need to change your team name to Frito Lay. Because you've just been open up like a bag of potato chips. Wizard, sli- wizard sleeve is still yeah. a normal name, by the way. Yeah, my my wizard sleeve. They they casted a spell. I did get a couple. I get I did get retribution against a couple people. Crispy and one of them. So I I rectified a couple of my losses. Uh, the guy I am playing this week, he it was not having a good run this week. A team didn't have the best record, or but a lot of points however did go completely ham against me getting the highest points that he scored the entire year one time i played him so i'm just crossing my fingers and biting my belt that it doesn't happen again. 
Jeez, Toko. <laughs> because he says it so, like, not pissed off, but I know on the inside he's like, Son of a bitch! This is so, <laughs> this is so stupid! I'm, I'm so mad I can't even be mad. <laughs> I'm losing it, dude. It's, it's like a guy like just hit my car and he had like dynamite like attached to his car. I'm like, oh, cool. You hit me and my car exploded. I guess we'll call the insurance company. Yeah. But hey, Jeff, do you want a free car? No, but you don't have a car. Yeah, I don't want the hassle, right? That joke? Yeah. Yeah, one of those. All right. So let's get on into MVP talk. Who is the MVP this season? See, this is easy for me. Aaron Rodgers. State your case, public defender. Well, I think that he... um, I don't want to say that he doesn't have... I I think he has, like, one less weapon than Patrick Mahomes, because that would be my other one. But... I mean, they're pretty even across the board, but I think that one weapon, one less weapon, because, I mean, makes it hard for harder for Aaron Rodgers. Like, he has Devontae Adams, and that's it, where, like, Mahomes has um, <clears throat> Tyree Kill, and then he also has Travis Kelsey, and that, that one more weapon is Travis Kelsey. But I just think what Aaron Rodgers is doing this year is just phenomenal. I mean, with, you know, the team. I mean, because his team on paper is really not – that great and i just think you know they're 10 and 3 and they're one of the better team i think they're tight they're actually in first now in the nfc so i I think i think aaron Rodgers is the mvp for me i i like i like your pick i was actually going to pick rogers but since you picked him i'll i'll switch it up oh Mm, man that's a tough call. Well, I'm going to let you go first, Jeff. Well, I got to pick the guy with the perfect quarterback rating. Jarvis Landry, obviously. What? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I, he's he it's it's funny because I looked I was like looking up stats like a few weeks ago and Jarvis Landry actually has a 158.3 rating because he's only thrown thrown th- you know three or four passes and he's completed all of them and he has a touchdown. So technically he has highest rating of passers in the league. Now, granted, you know, it's only a few attempts, but I was just being being funny. I was like, yeah, I got to go with Jarvis Landy. He's got, got the perfect rating. Nobody can beat him. But I'm, I'm going with Mahomes. I mean, it's not like a big like blowout you know, pick or whatever. I know he had kind of a rough week last week. It's just the guy's just so unstoppable. If you would ask me in week five or week six or something, I would have made the case for Russell Wilson. He just fell off. He hasn't been as consistent. I really want Russ to win a... MVP award, but I just don't think this is the year that he's going to do it. I think, yeah, I, I think that it, had Breeze been healthy all year too, I think he would have been a serious contender for it. But I'm going with, you know, big shocker, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. So, yeah, I was going to go Rodgers for quarterback, but I'm going to go a different position player and not go quarterback. I'm going to talk about a few guys that I'm looking at that are like up there. Do you guys know who's leading in receiving yards right now? In the league? Probably uh-huh. Tyree Kill, right? 
Mm-mm. Is it Metcalf? Travis Kelsey. Wow. A tight end is at the top for receiving yards right now. Well, and that's that's my point why I think Rodgers is – that one weapon makes a difference, and he's doing – that's why I picked Rodgers, because what he's doing with one less uh, weapon. But well, do you I know – Toko, do you I think know who number two is? I think it's the other way around where Jeff – what Jeff's point is. Um, I mean, you got Travis Kelsey with 1,250 yards, and you got Tyree Kill with 1,158. Okay. I mean – they're getting all that from Mahomes. I so, agree, but and like, it's combined twenty-three touchdowns between those two. But those two yeah. guys are like, I mean, Devontae Adams is just as good as or Tyree Kill's. Like, yeah, Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams and Tyree Kill are almost like neck and neck. Yes, I agree with you. On and that. then who does Rodgers have after that? Like, don't say those shitty wide receivers he has. Like, no, he doesn't. He's got Aaron Jones. That's the next guy. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually not even going with any of those guys. I I was neck and neck with the Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. Like looking at on TV, I'm like, oh, those guys have got to be the MVPs because they've been getting so many touchdowns. But if you really think about it, Tennessee would not be as good as they are you if they didn't have the Yeti. What really? I had a feeling you were going to go that way. I had a feeling you were going to go Yeti. He's an MVP for me, though, man. He's too inconsistent. He's almost got 2,000 yards rushing. I just think he's been a little I, – I, I think he hasn't been consistent the whole year. He's, he's big, destroying everyone in rushing numbers, and he has 14 touchdowns. He's been – Hey, if you get 200 yards one one game and then not, you know, like 50 the next. But that's what I'm getting. You're, you're still averaging over 100 yards a game. Yeah, but I yeah. know what I'm getting at, though. He's had some real games where it's just a real barn burner, and it's just like – that an MVP to me, it has to. It's a, it's a yearly. It's a it's a it's a game thing where you just are tearing it up. Even your bad I'm games are. Telling you though, man. Like we all say it every week. We watch Tennessee and we're like, yeah, we'll go with them, I guess. And they keep winning. Like they have a good record. I'm not taking I, anything away from him. Because of him, I think he's great. I, I'm not saying he's not, but he, I think his inconsistency on a handful of games is. Is not putting him up. It's not gonna. But when, okay, but been, when he was inconsistent, they lost. Which of those four losses? So all the other games, he's been great. Who's been more consistent, Toko? For what running back? Yeah, running back. Um, probably. I think Dalvin Cook's been better than Derrick Henry. I would have thought that too, but Dalvin Cook has almost two hundred less rushing yards than than him. And if you're going 20-plus yard rushes, so they both have 14 touchdowns. Henry has 12, 20 or over rushing uh, plays, and then Cook only has five. Yeah, and you got to look at the the yards per average, too. And I I know Henry's his way up there. Like, Like, I'm not saying your pick's a bad pick. That's not what I'm getting at. I just, like, you kind of shocked me with that. (laughs) Stats don't lie, man. The stats don't lie. Okay, so that is our NFL part. Do you guys have anything else that you would want to discuss? NFL-wise? No, just anything. Well, really quick, Toko, who is number two in receiving yards? Oh, DK Metcalf. Okay, let's make it sure. Well, it's very like, if you look at the receiving yards, Um, I was just looking at it. It's pretty close. Like, everybody's really close. 
Yeah, you got Metcalf, Diggs, uh, Hill, Hopkins, and Adams. They're like all like neck and neck. I mean, even Jefferson. No, Jefferson's right below that. But yeah, they're all like eleven hundred and some change. And I think I feel the way about Diggs that Toko's feeling about Henry because I've had I've had Diggs all year, and he's yeah. been he hasn't had like a gigantic game. He's just had consistent games, you know, every week. So he's been like. 11 points, you know, 100 yards and a touchdown or, you know, whatever. That's cool. every single week versus yeah. Henry. That's like 45 points, five points, 25 yeah. points, yeah. 11 points. But the annoying thing with Diggs with you just looking at the stats right now is the big thing is touchdowns. He only has five touchdowns. Yeah, he's I said he's been that's talking about Julio Jones. That's killing his fantasy stats right there. Yeah, that's it's the Julio Jones thing. Yeah. 20 yards, no touchdowns. Yep. So, last thing that we said we were going to talk about last week, we didn't get a chance to, and then we're going to bring it up this week, is all this boxing madness. (laughs) Tell me more, Jeff, because I haven't heard any of it. (laughs) So, the Paul brothers, and I mean, these guys, I got to give it to them. You know, they're good. They're good with publicity. You know, they, I mean, they don't have 10 million or whatever YouTube subscribers or whatever they have for, you know, being bad marketers or bad at publicity. So, you know, Logan Paul, he's, he's got that fight locked in for Floyd Mayweather. Now, you know, of course, what is it? It's a cash grab. You know, there, there's a size difference between these two, you know, you would normally want to see a fight that, you know, there's this much disparity on it. So Floyd's not that big of a guy, you know, he's five, 850 pounds and Logan Paul's a big dude, six, two, 200 pounds. So he's still going to get his ass whooped. Yeah. I mean, he obviously doesn't have the technical prowess that Mayweather has and Mayweather's going to be dancing around like, you know, like prom night. He's going to be dancing around like prom night on this guy. But, you know, (laughs) could there be a chance that Logan clips Mayweather and hits him and knocks him down? Yeah, there could be. Now, when he fought McGregor, McGregor's a little bit more comparable in size, but I don't, you know, obviously not to get like too far into predictions. I mean, I think it's like, everybody's like, Oh, real big shocker. You think Mayweather's going to win, but it's kind of funny because Dana White was like, really how he's like, he just lost against this guy who are, you know, he's uh, Mayweather's fighting a guy that just lost against. He's like, he lost against a video game YouTuber and he's going to fight Mayweather. It's like, this is the state that boxing is in. And Joe Rogan came out and said, you know what? If this was an MMA fight, he would have picked Logan Paul to win over Mayweather, but it's not, it's boxing. So I, I, I just, I don't know. I think the guy's going to get just destroyed, man. I mean, Mayweather is so fast. It's it's just ridiculous. And like, granted, he fought McGregor, but McGregor has enough speed as a UFC fighter to, and like an actual fighter where he was like able to protect himself. And I think it's going to be like Mayweather is so fast that like even the guy Logan Paul, who did he fight? Logan Paul? Yeah. Yeah, Logan Paul. I don't think he's going to be able to protect himself. So no, he. It's going to be a lot of jabs, 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 and that's what you know. because that's what Mayweather is. Is Mayweather is more, you know? I mean, there's two types of like boxers, 
and you got a boxer, and then you got a fighter, and Mayweather is more like your typical boxer, like, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to run around the ring, and I'm going to throw my jab, I'm going to stiff that, you know, stick that jab, stiff, stick that jab into you, where, stick a move, stick a move. Yeah, where, you know, something you, know, you got another type that's just like a fighter, and, you know, he's going to go to the body, and he's going to, you know, he's an inside fighter, and he's going to take a beating, and, you know, it's like, that's not Mayweather style, man. He's not going to sit on the ropes and get beat. He came out and said that he could have ended the fight against McGregor, like, in the early rounds, but he kind of held back a little bit. He's like, if I would have ended it, like, in the first round or two, there wouldn't have been the potential for a sequel. So, you know... Mayweather, you know, the running joke is that ah, guy can't read, but he's not a dumb guy. You know, he, he knows what's, you know, what's coming and how to get a payday. And they did say that the price for this is going to be like a sliding scale. So if you order it early, it's going to be $24.99 and that price increases to $39.99. And then on December 29th, they said it's going to jump to $59.99 and then $69.99 on February 11th, which I think is yeah. the date that it's yeah. actually set for. So it's like, there's a benefit to ordering it early, but I guess. I mean, I think seventy dollars is definitely going to be steep for this fight. It's it's interesting. So, and you got anything else on that fight, Toko? Because I do want to talk about Jake Paul next. I don't know. So, Jake Paul, who's Logan's brother, the the younger brother of the two, ju- who just fought Nate Robinson and beat him. You know, and the form that he did is run around town like Billy Badass thinking that he is, you know, the greatest fighter. But again, he is trying to get this marketing spun up as well. He's, you know, calling out a lot of UFC fighters and he's called he is calling out Conor McGregor saying, you know, I want to I want to fight you. I want to fight. He has, you know, called about it on YouTube, you know, Instagram, all this, that and the other. He actually he he was in like the back of a pickup truck and he was throwing water balloons at McGregor's trainer. He, I don't know if he like dropped all the people that he followed, but right now the only person that Jake Paul is following is Conor McGregor's fiance. (laughs) And so, I mean, he's just trolling this guy, you know, hardcore. He's like, you know, basically calling him out. He's like, you know, you're going to fight, you know, come on. So, Dana White said, you know, absolutely not. You know, we're not doing this sort of cash grab. He's like, he's like, there's 0% chance that it's going to happen. He's like, and then he, you know, then after there's been some back and forth, then Dana White said, you know what? Uh, I might have Amanda Nunes. I might have her go and beat your ass. So, and she, she tweeted out, she's like, I'm in, you know, so, but I, I don't think, Paul wanted any part of that that fight, but he's going to continue to keep calling him out. You know, he's saying Dana White. He's like, you're, you know, you're in financial ruin. You know, UFC is a little underwater. Why not take this fight? It's going to be a fifty million dollar fight. It's a big pay per view. So, I don't think Dana's really going to fold to it. I know that he, uh, Jake Paul, sent a message to Conor McGregor, and apparently he read it, left him unseen. So this is going to be all sorts of drama unfolding over the next few years until he gets some sort of semblance of a fight that, or he'll just drop it. But See, I've been enjoying it. If I was, so, I would be requesting to fight Dana White. Dana White hasn't um, folded to a fight since McGregor versus Khabib. And that didn't end very well. So, See, well, and that's what he called back is Jake was like, he's like, unless Khabib comes back, he's like, you're not going to get any money. And I don't think Dana White has the idea he to entertain it. Say what? 
Beep says he's done because his dad died. Yeah, uh, but that Paul called him out. He's like, unless he unless he comes back, then you you've got no fighter, Dana. So what are you going to do? You're stupid to pass up on this. But I don't think Dana has any interest in what his like his a you know a class elite fighter to fight some dude on YouTube. That's the way Dana's looking at it, and he doesn't usually you know bend. He's a pretty hard headed guy. So yeah, no, I don't think he'll bend either. Yeah, and was, uh... you guys remember what happened with that McGregor Khabib fight? Yeah, for brawl at the end. Yeah, the big brawl at the end, and that made UFC look really, really bad. Right. See, if I was the Logan Paul guy, I would be requesting to fight Paige um, Van Zant because if you oh. didn't hear... Well, yeah, that's just because you just want to wrestle. Okay, you already know why. Paige Van Zant is a, is a... She's a model, dude. She's hot as hell. Of yeah, course right. you want to fight her. I mean, I mean, I'd be like, I will get my ass whooped. <laughs> Long as she touches, me. she touches. Me. Hey, touches me. <laughs> dude, I mean, I everybody used to think Ronda Rousey was good looking. I'm like, oh no, 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 she's not. No, I was never into that whole. No, it's always Paige Van Zandt. I will agree with you on dude, that. Paige Van Zandt is like, it's like you're 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 gorgeous and you can beat ass. Jeez, man. Whew. Yeah, got me all. I agree. You need a cigarette over there. <laughs> I do. I do notice with the female fighters that you need a cigarette. Give me some heat for crack. <laughs> I do notice with, with the the female fighters though, like once they're like undefeated, because it was Gina Carano, she was kind of the first one, and then it went to um, Ronda Rousey. Like they're undefeated, and they'll hit like you know. 10 wins in a row or something, then they'll hit that first loss and they just get like smoked in the face. They're like, Nope, I'm out. I'm making movies or I'm going to, you know, WWE. And they're like, I'm out, you know, like, cause I think, I think part of it is just like, they've made their money. And like another aspect of it is too, dude, I think people like once they lose, like those fight fighters, I mean, I think they figure out like, okay, this is how she lost. And I think that's what they, switch the oh, yeah. game plan to they figure out they figure out that weakness and they just pounce on it yeah and it's like i can go make movies and get like ufc fighters don't get paid a ton so it's like hey i can go act i can go you know be in a fast and furious movie and not actually get punched in the face and get paid <laughs> three times as much like or i could make a third of that and get punched in the face for real very hard huh which one am i gonna take Paige Van Zant, she got more popular doing reality TV. She went on a apprentice, celebrity apprentice with Donald Trump back in the day. Good for her. <laughs> Dude, have you seen her? She got popular. She wasn't really popular as an MMA person, but the more and more she did these reality TV shows, they're like, oh, you do MMA too? And then that's when people start watching her. Is she even still fighting? Uh, I think she does occasionally. She does more modeling gigs than fighting, though. There was the uh, the one fighter. Uh, I think her nickname was like Cyborg or whatever. She was from Brazil. Yeah, I remember that chick. Yeah, she was a monster. Like, like I don't mean that like in a bad way. It's like just she got in a ring. I was like, someone's gonna die. Yeah, she was no uh, Toko's Paige Van Zandt. <laughs> yeah, I know who you're talking about. She was a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> she was she was a rough and tumble fighter. Like I like every time she came, it's like she's gonna win. She's gonna win. There's no way she's gonna lose. And I, I think she lost a couple fights or something. But she she was she was bad, man. It was real bad. Yeah. All right, Toko, you got anything else you want to talk about? 
Jeff got out of his boxing. You know, I'm good. Just p- puffing on a cigarette over here, like Jeff said. <laughs> God, you need it. Just... <laughs> Jeff, have you seen that woman? Yeah, have you ever seen her? She is really hot. I, I just I just Googled her. I was not familiar with her. Oh, God! In about five <laughs> seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need a cigarette now, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. She's a, she is an attractive woman. I got a, <laughs> I got a tube sock for you, Jeff. Come on over, big guy. Oh my! I, I don't want that crusty piece of glass. <laughs> oh, you're you break it half. You need help. Okay, I guess let's shout out our uh, social media stuff. Um, Facebook Wild Stallions SN. Twitter. Tweeter. Wild Stallions two. And Instagram. Wild.stallions.sn. That's going to do it for the show. I love We'll it. see you all later. Just we out of here. See you. News team, assemble! No, 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 no.